You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned in to the Market Adventures Podcast. It's Friday, January 1st, and a happy New Year's to you. For good, no, great luck to come your way. Start the year off by taking 15 minutes to share the show with friends and family. Let them know you've committed to achieving financial freedom starting this year, and you found a show that just might help you get there. Now, if you can hear that in the background, we've got some popping. That's because I'm recording as fireworks are going off. In Florida, I guess New Year's goes from Thanksgiving until now. So fireworks have already started uh, before the new year has started. But you're really going to enjoy this episode and hopefully these sound effects just add a little bit of sizzle to the episode. Today, we'll discuss trading on margin, what it is how it works, and why I never use it. Stay tuned. Which would you choose? Investing hundreds in trial and error trades to learn or earning money today by following a simple guide to trading stocks and options? You could make your first trade in just the first three days. You can get my ultimate beginner's trading plan for free by going to mytradingplan.org. Years of experience in one simple guide. You'll know exactly what to look for and you could start with a small amount. Go to mytradingplan.org to get my free beginner's trading plan. I did the hard way. So you didn't have to. Margin is borrowed money, right? Trading on borrowed money from your brokerage firm, whichever brokerage you decide to sign up with, Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, they all have some form of margin account. Now you're borrowing on margin, you're borrowing that money to purchase an investment, to uh, borrow money to purchase securities in the hopes that you could somehow turn a profit. Now, you could do that to the upside and to the downside. Even though going to the downside is considered shorting, uh, you don't really use the word margin in that discussion, but it is trading on margin as well. Now, having a margin account is is different than having a standard cash account. Um, in a margin account, more times than not, you need an initial deposit of upwards of like $2,000, and it's considered a minimum margin, which means... You can borrow um, up uh, based on a percentage of that amount. So if you're borrowing uh, on a 50% margin, that means you can buy $4,000 worth of securities because you already have $2,000, right? So it increases your buying power. So they base that um, they base that initial percentage and the initial amount that you can invest on that minimum margin you put in. So if you put $10,000 down, 
then you can borrow on that. You can borrow something like 20000 30000 So it all depends on what level of margin you have with your brokerage. Now, again, this allows you to buy more securities or buy more stocks, commodities, whatever you're buying than you would be allowed to with the regular balance in your account. So what are the what why would people do this? Well, people do it because they if they anticipate something big happening, right? They're speculating, they think something big's gonna happen, they may want to try to pull out more profits than they can actually leverage with the amount they have in their account. Now there's two things. You have to pay back the full principal with the margin, but you also have an interest that needs to be paid back with the margin as well. If you don't pay back the margin in a particular time frame, again, between you and your brokerage, they have what's called a margin call. Now, margin call is when the brokerage demands that you either add money to your account to settle the difference, or they'll close your positions for you to make up that difference. And they choose what positions to close. So you, they may close something that you didn't want to close, but it really doesn't matter to them because they just want their money back. Now, this added interest and the potential of margin calls it reduces the it actually reduces the the amount you can gain. Um, I guess taking the margin gives you uh, more to gain, but also the interest that you have to pay on the collateral and how much amount you borrowed. It reduces the gains as well because you have to pay back the principal plus the interest. So the longer you are borrowing on margin, the more interest you're going to accrue and the more you're going to have to pay. So people who typically trade on margin. Do it on a short-term time basis so that they don't incur so much interest to pay down because if you really wait too long, then it really makes no sense borrowing on margin because the interest you pay is going to knock out any type of gains that you get. Do you want to have confidence in any situation? Express your personal style with every trade and every transaction when you're wearing the unique craftsmanship of a 17th watch. Get 15% off and even a second watch for free by visiting watchourstyle.com. 17th Watches is an army veteran-owned, black-owned watch company that firmly believes that our watches are a symbol of freedom. Freedom to express ourselves. Freedom to live our way. Visit watchourstyle.com. That's watchourstyle.com. Now, why don't I use margin? Well, two things. One, if you can't make money with what you do have, you could have $1. You could make money with no money. There are an infinite amount of ways to make money. So if you have an account that even if it's a small account, if you can't make money with that account, you really shouldn't be borrowing more money to make money, right? Because what you lack is skill, not capital. So you should be gaining more skill instead of gaining capital. Now, that's different when you're talking about real estate, right? Leveraging large uh, capital like that to purchase assets. That's a little bit different, even though uh, I guess the terminology 
may seem like it's the same, but the level of risk with which you're you're borrowing that capital, that's where you want to really look at it. Now, the stock market, due to the fluctuations in the market and the the very subjective way that you really can um, determine whether a security is going to go up or down, is far different than real estate. Right, the real estate market is much easier to uh, ascertain the price of things, the value of things, because you have what are called comps. Comps are the uh, essentially the other um, the other assets in the area that are comparable. So, if you have a two bedroom house, the other two bedroom house on the block, and there are the other two bedroom houses on the block, give you an idea of the true value of that house. So, when you're borrowing. You are, you actually know what's going to happen to the value, what the value is of that security, and or excuse me, not security. You actually know the value of that property, and you're trying to you're you're essentially anticipating whether or not it's going to go up or down, or you're getting it for a rental where it really doesn't matter in the short term. Doing margin on stocks, the stock market is much more emotionally charged than real estate and other type of asset classes. So you could wake up tomorrow and the market could be down 30%. Now you're paying all of that money back plus interest. You are, it's very rare that you're going to wake up tomorrow and a $100,000 house is going to be worth $1,000, right? So it just differs based on asset classes, whether or not margin is a safe way to invest. In the stock market, in my opinion, I don't think margin is a safe way to invest because of the, the volatility that is just inherent in the stock market. Now, speculation is literally a profession. There are people who speculate and use margin all day long. They make a lot of money, and I think that's really great for them. But I also don't think it's for everybody. And more times than not, the people who are professional speculators can speculate on their own line because they can cover it. So if someone's using a margin call and they have a million dollars in their account and they're doing a margin call, chances are if they get hit by some kind of crazy market move, they can cover it. And if they can't, you can hear about them in the news. I mean, you can just Google uh, millionaire millionaires who've lost money in the stocks, stock market. And, you know, one out of four or five of them lost their money because they were doing using some kind of margin. They were able to cover it, but it left them in financial destitute. So, if you cannot make money with what you have, in my opinion, in the stock market, you should not be trading on somebody else's line. The other thing is I talked about the speculation, right? I would rather get a mortgage and leverage, you know, $100,000, $200,000 with my $20,000. I'd rather do that kind of margin than do something in the stock market because I can really determine, I can really get an idea of what the truest value of that property is. And also I can get a gauge of what the real estate market is doing as a whole and not so much what one particular company could do because the CEO decided to quit that morning because of whatever and the stock plummets 20% the next morning, right? It's just a different game when you're talking about margins and um, the stock market. For me, the risk is too much. Now, I'm not averse to risk, right? I do my credit. I do credit spreads. I trade options. Um, I do swing trades as well. I don't day trade, but I, there are a couple ways that I have my strategy set up that I do incur risk. The difference is there is so much money out there 
that you can make in the stock market without using margin, right? There's so much money out there that you can make without using margin, without leveraging such a high percentage of capital and also interest on top of it, right? And it's such an emotionally charged market. I would rather do small-term risk for a small-time game than do a big rich risk and risk blowing up an, an entire account and then also owing money on top of it. Again, take take two seconds. Really just Google people who've lost money on margin, right? Look at it over the last, I would say the last six to ten months where Robinhood met the financial crisis of COVID-19. Look how many people lost money because they did margin, they uh, traded on margin because they were new to Robinhood and they thought they didn't understand it or they were new to TD Ameritrade and they didn't understand, but they thought that, you know, it was such a cinch because they made some money during March that they could do it again. It happens all the time and it happens to professionals too. So if it happened to you already and you're listening to this, it's not a big deal as as it if it didn't break you, it's not a big deal. But as long as you learn from it, it's a big deal if you're listening to this podcast and you have margin and you're just listening for me to give you some kind of tip or advice so you can trade on margin again. If you trade on margin before and you lost and you're now you've learned your lesson, then that's fine. You everybody learns their lesson at a different price. Remember, I talked about it last episode, the tuition you pay to learn something in the stock market. But for me, I'd rather pay my tuition class by class than to go and pay down on the the the, the full, you know, full term of my time here in the market and pay that down in one large $10,000 margin call, $20,000 margin call. So that's why I don't use margin. And again, the major key for me, if I can't make money with a $1,000 account, $2,000 account, $10,000 account, I have no business leveraging my smaller account and using the brokerage's money to have to pay off interest and principal if I'm not doing well now, right? I need to be doing so, so well that instead of leveraging margin, I just make more money. If I'm trading $10,000 worth of stocks and I want to trade 20000 I need to learn how to make that 10000 into 20000 If I'm that good, then I don't need to speculate on margin. I'll speculate on what I have, and then I'll eventually get to the capital that I desire to trade with. Did you know the easiest way to support the show is to leave your feedback in the form of a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts. It takes only five seconds, but makes a world of difference to our community. Before you go, make sure you also visit mytradingplan.org to get your free investing guide today. If you wait until all the lights are green in life, you will never get going on your dreams. And remember, along the way, don't ask for security. Seek adventure. Adventure.